Welcome to the Oral Report, the sexual exploration podcast that goes beyond sex ed, where we share, advise, and make the world a better place. One orgasm at a time. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Hi. Uh, it's fine. Yeah? Yeah. I've had a good day. I had like a good start to my day, yeah. yeah. And then it kind of just like got annoying. Why? Um, I just get, I get really annoyed with the CTA and like the theme of my life right now is living super far north and having to get to all of my things that are not up in my neighborhood Mm -hmm. and it's just like taking a toll. So it's one more reason for you to move. Yeah, I know, which I want to, I'm going to, but Mm -hmm. I don't want to break my lease. Yeah. Yeah. When are you in your lease until? August. (laughs) Yeah. It's like not ideal. That's a long time. You could totally get a sublet. I could, but I am... Like, there are positive things about it in the summer and, like, spring, because mm-hmm. I'm really close to the lake. And, That's like, true. There are, like, some beautiful parks up there, so, like, it's fine. It is, yeah, it is very pretty up there, but just far away. Yeah. So, like, that always kind of makes me mad. Like, there is nothing that makes me more angry than, like, the bus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, just, like, in general. Just, like, in general. In like, general. I mm-hmm. love the CTA, but, like, it also probably gives me the most anxiety out of anything in my life. Yeah, no, yeah. I would agree with that. The bus can be a real downer. Yeah, I'm just like... For a lot of reasons. Right. <laughs> um, all right, so obviously CTA is not turning you on. No. But what is turning you on? Um, well, so I was having this, I was like, I have like definitely seasonal depression, as does everybody that like lives in the Midwest probably, but mm-hmm. um, it always really gets to me, and especially around this time. And I was talking to my therapist about um, like how... My apartment wasn't helping. It was kind of, like, dark. And, like, I don't really like my neighborhood. Yeah. Um, so last night, I knew I was going to have the evening off. And so I moved all of my furniture around. Okay. Um, and totally, like, revamped the space. And right. I, like, hung curtains. Oh, And, good. yeah. And, like, I was able to clean everywhere that, like, was covered up by other furniture. And so, like, it's all totally, like, a different layout now. And I nice. like it so much better. And I moved my bed from, like, having two of its sides, like, on the wall, you yeah. know, like, in a corner to, like, out in the, yeah. in the room, which yep. is much better. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I nice. feel like, yes, like, more energized. Spring, spring cleaning. In spring like, yes, mm-hmm. exactly, when I, like, enter my home. Um, and, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That should help tide you over for a few more months. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about it. Yeah, that's good. What's turning you on? Um, I found, or I ordered my first, I guess we're going to call it lingerie for my website. Ooh, cool. Are you allowed to say what kind of, what brand it is? Um, well, it's not, so I bought it through a small vendor that Mm -hmm. I met at the AVN show. Right. Um, so he specializes in like chain mail lingerie. Oh, we were talking about this. Yeah. Yes. But I'm starting out with body chains for right now. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's just some really cool ones. They look almost like sort of like futuristic. I'm almost picturing like Game of Thrones. A little bit. Like... Khaleesi style. Sort of, yeah. I mean, some of them are like, look like um, a bikini top, Mm -hmm. but it's just chains. Mm. And so it's like sort of belly dancer-ish and like you'd be able to see nipples through it. It's just like really, it's hot. It's cool. And the thing that I like about it is it is kind of one size fits all. So they have um, different like um, different hooks, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like on a necklace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not... Well, that makes sense, because it doesn't really have to, like, 
it's metal. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's basically like a necklace for your body. Right. So there's a lot more uh, room for customization for Ooh. customers. So, um, yeah, I have an event on March 9th right. at the mid. Right. Um, and so hopefully I'll have that in stock so I can sell that. <gasps> that would be fun. Event. That'd be a really cool thing to have, like, particularly at the right. mid, too, because it's so, like, yeah, underground, like, grunge. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I, I, cause like I, I hope I get them in time cause I'm going to wear one over my outfit. Oh, cool. So I can kind of like be yeah, a display yeah, yeah. model. Wow. So yeah, that's sweet. I know. I'm excited. Amazing. What are we talking about today? Ooh, the very fun, sexy topic. Oh yes. Give me more. STIs. Yes. <laughs> sexually transmitted infections. So strap in. Strap in. <laughs> Uh, what do you want to start with? Um, so I thought we would start with um, some like myths and facts and play a little game. Yes. Um, so I'm going to give you um, either a myth or a fact, and you can tell me um, if you think it's a myth or a fact. All right. Okay, I, great. I get the game. Some of these I, I hope that you know, and other ones it's okay if you don't. Okay, great. All right. Um, number one, you can get herpes from a toilet seat. I think that's a myth. That is a myth. Yeah, yeah. right. So herpes, um, both HSV 1 and 2, is spread from skin-to-skin contact. So it's almost impossible to contract it from sitting on a toilet seat unless you're sharing said toilet seat with your partner and your skin, like, touches while you're there. I feel like also, <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel that's, that would be very difficult. Yeah, to that would be very hard. Yeah. Um, okay. You can get HIV from getting a tattoo or body piercing. Yes. You're right. Yes. So that is a fact. Um, there is a risk for HIV or any other bloodborne illness when the tools being used to uh, penetrate your skin aren't sterilized or disinfected. Um, and any instrument that is used for that should be thrown away after one use. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. A pap smear is also an STD test. No. Yeah, correct. False. Um, although they can test for, like, abnormalities right. in your cells, which can be caused by other STDs. It's not a, actually a test. You have to ask for that when you go to your doctor. Yeah. And, like, they can do it at the same time. Correct. Yeah. It's so similar. one position fits all for yes. pap smear and getting swabbed for STIs. It is also a Q-tip in your vagina. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very Sometimes. similar, but you have to request. Yes. Yeah. Okay. HIV can be passed through mosquitoes. I don't know. That's always one that I was like, that makes sense. It would make sense, but I'll say no. Yeah, it's false. Okay. So it's a myth. Um, there's no evidence of HIV being passed through mosquitoes, even where rates of HIV and AIDS are really high, as well as the mosquito population. I was so going to say, like, like more no, like Africa, yeah. you know, where they have or big they issues. Have, like, huge, like humid, hot, right? Wet. Like yeah, Central or South America yeah. or Africa, where they have issues with like malaria and other mosquito. Right. Well, that could definitely be passed born through mosquitoes, illnesses. But, yeah. Yeah. But not HIV. Correct. Okay. Okay. Good to know. And then the last one. You can get an STI just through oral sex. Absolutely correct. Yes, this is a fact. Not all STIs Very are transmitted through oral sex, but some are. You can give your partner yours or get theirs. Yeah. Yeah. You can get chlamydia of the throat. You can. I know. Mm-hmm. I know people that have had that. Yes. <laughs> Sounds yeah. terrible. Well, and actually, this is kind of crazy. Um, uh, we had a, a good neighbor, um, friend, good friend, who mm-hmm. was a neighbor, uh, and he's my parents' age, but he got throat cancer 
from HPV in his throat. Whoa. And he'd been married for years and years and years. So, I, and there was no infidelity. Right, right, right. Well, because you, you, you can know. have HPV for, well, we'll talk about it, but yeah, you can have it mm-hmm. for a long time and not know. Yeah. And yeah. He, he developed throat cancer at about 60. Whoa. Crazy, right? Huh. I wonder how many throat cancers are actually, like, caused by that. Because, like, of the vast majority of, um, like... Throat cancers from smoking. Right. Well, that was going to say, like, uterine... Oh, you like those kinds of cancers are caused from HIV. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, so some other statistics here, and then we'll get into like the nitty gritty of what these fun infections fun, are. Fun um, so statistics. Hi. Apparently, we are in we are in a record high right now for STIs oh, in the United States. Yeah. This was 2016. This is like the last time I think the CDC did a lot of um, t- yeah. uh, you know, testing or or analyzing. Um, so one in two sexually active people will contract a sexually transmitted infection by age 25, mm-hmm. um, which, yeah, that's like on par. Yep. That's 50%. I mean, that's half. That's half of us. Yes. Um, the CDC estimated 20 million people in the U S every year contract an STI and half of those people are 15 through 24. Wait, did that say you'll contract two STIs or just one? No, 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 no. Just, uh, just well, just one. Yeah. Maybe two. Okay. One. I was like, <laughs> and STI. Um, and even though these young people, the 15 through 24 age range, uh, account for nearly half of those infections, only 12% of those people are getting tested. Oh my god, Which guess. is bad. 12? That's so yeah, low. Yeah, that's pretty low. And like I said, we're currently at a record high with more than 2 million cases of specifically chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis mm-hmm. um, every year. So. Yeah. I think I got tested for um, STIs the first time when I was 16. Oh, really? And it was terrifying. Oh, yeah, because you like, you're like, I have every single one of them. Right. For sure. <laughs> right. And so I had, I think, had maybe like two partners or something yeah. like that. And then I was dating someone um, exclusively. And so he was like, well, maybe you should go get tested. I honestly don't even, like, I had, I had talked about this earlier on, but like, I had this, like, a weird gynecologist for a while that, like, was a lot more concerned with, like, my morals and values than I felt like he was with my health. Right. Right. uh, I'm sure I got tested, but I don't specifically remember it. Yeah. Well, and I remember we went down to, this is when I was in St. Louis and looked up Planned Parenthood and it's down, um, especially when I was 16, that was many, many years ago. Um, almost 15 years ago. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that it was kind of in a, a somewhat shadier yeah. area. And so, and also being like 16 years old, you know, I wasn't out and about in the city. So any new place in the city seemed intimidating and right. scary. Um, but yeah, it was just like this total covert operation. Right. And then I was so paranoid that my, you know, they were going to call and leave a message for my parents. Right. Even though I had the option um, to have them not do that. Yeah, absolutely. Testing is absolutely super covert, especially when you're at Planned Parenthood. I was 16, though. So I think some states have laws about that. I Um, think that, like, they can... They even... I don't think they can know about, like, your status. Yeah, that's probably a HIPAA violation. That's a HIPAA violation, I think. Okay. I think it is, too. But regardless, it was all fine. Right. You know, no issues. But it's good. Yeah, and I mean, I, now I get tested every time I go to the gynecologist. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Least. Yeah, yeah. If not, like more often. If there's, right. If I have reason, a concern or so, reason, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so yeah, this. So I have um, the sexually transmitted infections packet 
from Planned Parenthood. Right. Which and is a great place to go get tested, sometimes for free. So Yeah. Yeah. And this one is specifically the Planned Parenthood of Illinois. Okay. Um, but I believe these stats apply to the yeah. entire Oh, country. there's statistics in there as well for each. Um, a little bit. Well, this one just said, I did read somewhere that like one in four people will get an STI in their life. Um, sure. Oh yeah, this is. Oh yeah, I, did, I read that as well. Yeah, one out of every four sure. Americans contracts an STI in his or her lifetime. Sure. Which I'm actually kind of surprised it's not higher. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, but then it also says that there are more than 30 sexually transmitted infections. Yeah. STIs can cause many problems. Um, yeah, and if not treated, a lot of them can cause like pelvic inflammatory disease and infertility, and it's mm-hmm. just like not not something you want to leave. Unattended. Or even death. Or death. Yeah. That's a fun one. That's fun. Um, so then how can you reduce the risk of con- of contracting an STI? And they put this in the beginning. Um, but the best protection against STIs is abstinence. Right. Lame, but true. Not going to happen. Uh, and then use a latex condom every time you have sex. And then this actually, I know we talked about spermicide last week. Mm. This is interesting because it says avoid condoms with, oh, I can't pronounce this, nonoxinol. Nonoxinol 9, which is a common spermicide. Sure. Um, So it said originally they thought that spermicides would help reduce the risk of STIs, but apparently this one caused frequent use, may cause irritation. Which actually would increase, yeah. Exactly, of the vaginal tissue, which increases the risk for infections. Right. Ooh. Okay. So. Maybe stay away from spermicide. Yeah. I guess. Maybe just don't. Yeah. Um, And then reduce the number of sexual partners you have, which... Again, like... Yes, that would reduce your risk. Of course, but if that's not in your lifestyle, then whatever. Um, learn about STIs and talk to your partner about STIs. I think that's yes. definitely a good one. I think, like, big rule of thumb, if, like, you can't get tested, like, you're not going to go get tested, you don't want to have the conversation, you shouldn't be having sex. I completely agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because by having sex, you are signing up for this to be a possibility. Yes. And if you can't handle that, then you shouldn't be having sex. Absolutely. Um, if you've contracted an STI, be sure that you and your partners receive treatment, um, and then... Did you know that if you get an STI in most states, you can get a prescription for the antibiotic for both you and your partner? I have heard about that. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's amazing, and then your partner doesn't even have to go in. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's called, um, partner-delivered, or patient-delivered partner therapy. That's legit. Yeah. I, I love that. that was super cool. Ask I your actually, doctor. I actually have kind of a funny story about that. So we can just jump right on Yeah. In. Let's learn about these different infections, yeah. please. What shall we start with? Um, Genital warts? Ooh, just start with the first one. I'm just okay. really pumped. Genital warts. Yes. Genital warts. Start with warts. genital warts. So essentially this is basically caused by HPV. Right. Okay. So HPV is like really confusing. Maybe Very you're going to clear things confusing. up We also have this thing on HPV as Yeah, well. I think this one just hits the points faster and okay, easier. Okay, great. So let's do it. Yeah. One, HPV HPV can be serious. Okay. Yeah, we great. just touched on that. Can cause cancer. Um, can cause precancers, cancers, and other diseases. Um, I guess it, like it's like a step one and then it develops into cancer. Like can develop into cancer. Doesn't always Well, I think because cancer. cancer is really just a mutation of your cells. Right. Your cancer is saying like we're going to find a cure for being sick like can't yeah and i think so broad yeah and i think what hpv does is it changes the cells so it like right lays the groundwork for cancer to develop right i think right 
because when I went, because right, I had abnormal cells <laughs> right. like a couple years ago, and that's yes. why they were all confused at the doctor's office. And I was like, what is going on? Well, and I had abnormal cells. I know you were talking about this a little bit ago. Yeah. Um, colposcopy. Yes. And they were like, are you here for the colposcopy? And I said, what is that? And I have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Um, colposcopy suck. Yeah. They are testing, yeah, testing more of the cells and like scraping out the cells yeah. and making sure that they um, haven't gone from precancerous to cancerous. Right. So basically, they biopsy the inside of your cervix. Right, right. And they take yeah. a, what feels like a big chunk. I'm sure it's a very small Ooh. chunk. Um, <laughs> and again, you don't really have like nerve endings there. Right, but it feels but like. But you cramp. Not right. It feels not right. <laughs> yeah. And also, I think the biggest thing, because I had to have colposcopies done many, many times mm -hmm. um, because I kept having uh, abnormal pap smears. Right. And but they'll let you kind of go with your abnormal pap smears, like not, not for you. This was this again was like at least thirteen years ago. Oh, okay. So I think the kind of the guidelines and the rules and ideas have changed on it. Right. So I was having to get a colposcopy every six months. Oh whoa, that's which a lot. Sucks. Yeah. And they put this like disgusting, weird. It kind of looks like peanut butter almost stuff oh. on the cervix to like stop the bleeding okay. because they've just taken a chunk out of you right. um, and it kind of burns Ooh. and then they'll sometimes give you a giant pad and they're like, here you Here, go. bye. You may Gross. have some discharge of this peanut butter shit like, and thanks, also bleeding. It. Like it's, <laughs> it was awful. So, but luckily I no longer have abnormal paps. Amazing. So That's we good. are all good. Um, one of the statistics I saw for HPV is that like 80% of sexually active people get it at some point in their life. Yeah, I could yeah, see that. It's like, which, mm. okay, but I'm confused about this then because it says there's no treatment for an HPV infection. So what, it just like goes away? It goes away. It goes away. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good to know. Yeah. Um, and you can't tell if somebody has it because there are no symptoms. Great. Exactly. And Until then, all of a sudden like surprise cancer. Well, That's I actually, scary. I, um, I actually got warts from it. You, did you really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I guess, yeah, you could get the I warts, was diagnosed but... with, um... Did you get Gardasil or no? I did, but I got the warts when I was like 16. Fuck. Because I got Gardasil and then I was like... How in the world would I ever contract HPV mm -hmm. if I got this terrible shot? Well, I believe the shot covers four yes. strains. Correct. I'm sorry. Let's I'm like, see. I'm bouncing all over the board. It's all right. Yeah. Um, prevention. An HPV vaccine yeah. called Gardasil is available to help, to help prevent the four types of HPV that cause most cases of genital warts and cervical cancer. Great. Okay. Um, so I actually got Gardasil when I was... Like God, I got it when 18? I was really young. I was like 13, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think by the time, because what, we're well, six years apart? And it, right. But it's smart because HPV can be passed not just from intercourse. Right. Like, literally just like rubbing your genitals mm -hmm. a little bit. Like, there you are. You could have it. And like, that is totally happening. To right. You. And I mean, I got it when I was 16. Yeah. I had had very few partners by that point in my life. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So that sucks. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Yeah, but then again, it kind of went away, and right. I no longer have abnormal pap smears, so hmm. I'm all good. Yeah. Well, great. I guess we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> Unless there's cancer just waiting in my body. Right. Just like creeping up. But I think you know. I think I think probably not. Hopefully. I'm like not. I'm not super concerned about it. At the yeah. Moment. I'm just slightly concerned because I did actually have the genital warts. Sure. Which. Oh. It's specifically just mentioned in here. Oh, cool. <laughs> Along genital warts with cervical cancer. So. Oh, cute. But that's why you go and get checked up right. regularly. So you can get 
peanut butter inside you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the case that they do spot abnormal cells, they can take care of it before like it comes right away. Full yeah. Blown and cancer. a lot of times, like in my case, they'll just like let them go away on their own, which mm-hmm. mine did. So. All right, let's move on to the super fun chlamydia. Ooh, yes. Tell me about chlamydia, which sounds like a a name. It does. It's kind of yeah. Chlamydia. Chlamydia. It sounds like a like a Roman or Greek mythol- mythological Ooh, yeah. name. Yeah. Um, maybe it is. Maybe it is. So it is an STI that's caused by a bacterium that infects the reproductive and urinary urinary tracts of both men and women. Yes. And it is one of the most common STIs in the U.S. Yeah, I think it is the most common. I think so. And I've had it. Yay! Yay! So there we go. I've I, not. Yeah. I've actually, most of my girlfriends have had chlamydia. I've actually known a lot of people who have had it in their throats. Oof. Yeah. Yeesh. Yeah. No, I had it in my vagina. Thanks. <laughs> what does it do? Well, I actually didn't have any symptoms. The right. only way that I knew is because somebody that I had slept with uh, one of his partners got tested and had chlamydia. And so, oh. like, a very responsible person, right. he called his partners, right. which was me. Right. And then I called my partners, which was terrifying. Right. And sucked. But all of my partners were very receptive, and it was kind of nice. That's great. It was really sweet. I'm gonna. I'm Googling this app right now because mm-hmm. I was listening to Guys We Fucked, mm-hmm. and they had this guy on that made this app where um, oh, it was so cool. Like, you, you have to be a part of it, but, like, it anonymously tells your partners that you're connected with, like, you've been exposed to this infection, and it doesn't say, like, who you got it from, but in your network of people, like, you all have to be on the app, but, like, in right, your network, right. then you, like, know. Hmm. I think Immediately, that's and then you don't. There's no like judgment because like you never right. you don't know who it's from. You don't know who it is. Just like everybody will go get tested. Then. Yeah, for sure. Smart. Anyways, I'm gonna find the name of this app. Yeah, but go uh, go ahead. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? So women may exchange uh, women Welcome and men. The... Whoops. <laughs> What's that? Is it I was ac- I accidentally made it start. Oh. That's not what I wanted. Anyways, Is it a, okay, a video? No, it was a podcast. Oh, okay. Um, so men and women can experience discharge, um, frequent or painful urination, oh. burning. This is a one too that like commonly gets misdiagnosed, especially in women, um, because it's like a lot of other bladder infections. I guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this says pain in lower abdomen, um, burning, painful ur- urination, bleeding between periods or with intercourse, change in periods, more painful periods. And then this one's really interesting: swollen, reddened, and/or painful joints. Oh, which yeah. is crazy, and that's in men and women, right? And you can get it in your eyes. Oh, fun! Yeah, because I feel like you, whatever, if you like touch something and then like touch your eye, you can get pink eye from it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but the treatment is super, super easy. As is like a lot of these treatments, like mm-hmm. mostly just you take an antibiotic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Chlamydia is treated with a short course of antibiotics. Great. And then all sexual partners must be treated. For sure. Then you're chlamydia free. Exactly. Very simple. And it was really nice that my partner told me about yeah. it because I would not have known. 10 out of 10. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I didn't get any reports from my other partner saying that they were positive. Huh. And I actually confirmed with one. I was like, did you ever mm-hmm. get tested? He was like, yeah, I was negative. Oh, cool. I was like, sweet. Huh. Well, that's cool. Makes me feel better. Uh, gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Now this one I def... I mean, it says it is very common, but I don't know anyone who's had it. I don't think I know anybody who's had it either. And if I do, it's another instance where they've had it in their throat. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it says gonorrhea is transmitted through a vaginal, oral, anal, um, sexual, every sex. Yeah, every basically kind of sex. sex, but not just skin to skin. Oh, okay. So okay. this is actual penetrative. Yeah. Kind of penetration. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like with chlamydia, most people do not have symptoms right. until complications set in, which right. means you've had it for a long ass time. And um, women definitely don't show symptoms. I think it's right. like men sometimes well, this do, and one women says don't. abnormal um, discharge, yeah. frequent burning, painful urination, pain in lower abdomen, tenderness of the vulva. Oh, ow. And then men experience discharge, painful burning urination, and painful ejaculation. Mm-mm. And both of these, uh, gonorrhea and chlamydia, can also be passed on to offspring. So yes. a lot of times, like, if a baby is born um, mm-hmm. with an STI, they will have, like, conjunctivitis, which is pink eye, or pneumonia. Yeah, that's what it said for the chlamydia, that yeah. serious eye infections or pneumonia in newborns exposed to chlamydia at birth. And then, oof, jeez. And then for gonorrhea, it says eye infection in newborn babies or premature labor and stillbirth. Oh, God. Yikes. Yeah. I think when you're pregnant, like, you're always getting your blood tested. Right, Which, I don't know how I'm going to do that, but, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they would know. (laughs) Because you hate needles. Yeah, I can't do it. Right. Um, (laughs) Yeah, gonorrhea is treated with a short course of antibiotics or single dose, blah, blah, blah. All partners must be treated. So, same shit. So, it's basically like, if you just stay on top of it and get treated regularly, you're fine. It's like catching a cold. I mean, except almost better because, like, you get to treat it with antibiotics. Exactly. And then it goes away. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. What's next? Uh, next is hepatitis. Oh, okay. This is one that I don't really know a lot about because there are all different kinds of letters at the alphabet that go a, along with it. Okay. So, right? yeah. This one. And there are vaccines for it because I know I've gotten like. B. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of dark. It's kind of dark in here. Um, all right. So hepatitis is a virus which infects the liver. Okay. There are many different Blame. types. Yeah. Get on my liver. All right. Uh, many different types of hepatitis, varying degrees of clinical Presentation? Okay. All right. Don't really know what that means. Uh, two most common are Hep A and Hep B. Okay. So Hep A is spread from person to person by fecal contamination in undercooked foods. Oh. Okay. Ooh. Wait. Fecal contamination in undercooked foods or and undercooked and foods? And undercooked foods. Okay. I was like, those are two things that would have to happen simultaneously <laughs> and that would be a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did know. I well, it says undercooked that. foods contaminated with Hep A virus. Okay. So okay. you, it has to be contaminated and you have to undercook it. Gross. Or you just have to eat poo. Don't eat poo. <laughs> Don't get hep A. <laughs> um, hep B is spread through infected blood, semen, vaginal fluid, and other body fluids during sexual intercourse or from sharing needles. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. Uh, I know there's hep C yes, also. Yes, I also know there's hep C. It is that doesn't... not in the pamphlet? Wait, no. is it on the next page? Oh, maybe. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I no? will quickly pull up something on hep C. All right. So yet again, uh, most people don't have symptoms, but possible symptoms include loss of appetite, fatigue, nausea and vomiting, headache, fever, dark urine, yellow skin, or eyes. Uh, that sounds awful. Yeah. I hate it. Not great. Um, okay. So hep C is spread by contaminated blood. Ugh, sorry. I hate blood. Wait, so that should be in here. Yeah, but I don't know. Wait, contaminated blood. Oh, that's... I don't know if it's... It's uh, hepatitis is spread through contact with an infected person's blood, which may be present because of genital sores or cuts or menstruation. 
Um, and then needles. And needles, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, hep C is a big one that is um, <laughs> transferred a lot between people who are using intravenous drugs. Yes. So um, And it can have no symptoms. It yeah. can have no symptoms. But yeah. also it can, which are very similar to the other ones that we just said. Yeah, and so this says... So you can be diagnosed through a blood test. Let's see. Diagnosed with some treatment. So hep A, B, and C are like very similar or am I making that up? Hep A is mainly food. Okay. And poop. Poop. Okay. Hep B is the one that's very sexually, sexually transmitted. transmitted. And then hep C is like blood. blood mostly. Okay. Yeah. And this says at least for hep C, you take an antiviral. So it looks like... Outlook is... This one says okay. no specific medication exists for the treatment of hep A or B. Often hep A will go away after a period of sickness, obviously. So it's just like getting food poisoning, basically. Right. Oh. Um, there oh. Are, yeah. There okay, so are, hep C is a little bit more serious, I see. It is. So you... Because you can, you can develop cirrhosis oh, in like yeah. 20 or 30 years, which leads to liver failure. Yes. Okay. So, like, and, the outlook's not great. Yeah, hep C is not great. But then this also says chronic persistent hepatitis, liver infection, um, cancer of the liver, liver failure, and death. Oh. So try to avoid hepatitis. Try to avoid hepatitis. How do, do I avoid hepatitis? Well, there's vaccines that can um, help prevent both A and B. Which I definitely have gotten because I think... Yeah, my tetanus shot had like you, a B, you B have vaccine. To get, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like when you're um, doing your um, vaccines as a kid. Yeah, you have to get Hep A and B. The only vaccines that like we need now as adults are like tetanus, right? I'm I always like, so. do I need shots? I it's know. been a long time since I've had a shot. Do and I like, need one? I feel like my mom should tell me. Yeah, I know, right? But like, no. Like, <laughs> but I'm an adult. I now, have my so. own doctor. <laughs> they should tell. I hope they would tell me. Vaccines? Do mm. I need one? I don't, I don't think know. so. I think I'm okay. Yeah. Anyways. Probably okay. Um, and then, so other ways to avoid it is if you use drugs mm-hmm. and use needles to shoot up drugs. Um, use clean needles. Try and use clean needles. Toss them. Don't let anyone else use your needles. Go to a needle mm-hmm. d- suppository. Depository. Yes. Wait. Suppository Dis- is something you put inside yourself. Yes. <laughs> I- yes. So go somewhere where they're giving out clean. There's a clean needle exchange. Yes. Which happen. And if possible, try and dispose of your needles in a... Yes. Place that place. people can't find them. Like biohazard yeah. areas. Correct. Not just in public trash cans. Yes. People will look there. Rude. Rude. Okay. Um, herpes. Herpes. So common. Very Literally every common. single person has herpes. Mm-hmm. I don't Absolutely. think I do, but like maybe I do. Because sometimes I mean, you can't tell. I'm sure I do. I don't have outbreaks right. or That's sores. That's the thing is like... If you get cold sores, you got herpes. You have herpes. And it's fine, because everybody gets cold sores. Right. So it's okay. But I mean, just, I, I would find it hard to believe that I have not right, been exposed. Right? Well, I know I have. One of my past partners Right. Uh, I would just be confirmed. so surprised yeah. if, like, I didn't have any kind of right. herpes. I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm clean, because, like, the last time I... Right. Had a test well, they don't even test for herpes anymore. That's actually true. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get, they were getting, they were giving out so many false positives. Yeah. Because really, so now if you ask and you say, hey, I want to be tested for herpes, they'll say, do you have symptoms? Right. Because if you don't have genital warts going on, then they're going to say, nah, you know what? We're not going to do it. Yeah. Because it actually almost causes like more problems for you it than does. not getting tested. In fact, I had a friend recently who had a genital wart and got tested and they literally told him like not to contact his partners. They were like, don't even, like, it's so 
probably won't even happen. I don't know. It was, it was strange, but like I believed it. It was Howard Brown. Oh yeah, I believe yeah. that too. They've just the the stance on herpes has taken such a massive change right. in like the last five years. Yeah, because I remember my friend was um, diagnosed with herpes in college. He's his longtime girlfriend had it, knew she had it, mm-hmm. didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. He Ooh. got it. Yeah, I mean, um, if you know you have it and you have an outbreak, right. like tell your I, partner. <laughs> I will never fully comprehend you, this. Right. Um, but I remember it took it was very traumatizing for him. Sometimes, yeah, because if you have it, sometimes, like, you will, you could go your whole life without ever getting a symptom from it. Right. Yeah. But I do have two to three friends, I believe, who do actually have outbreaks from yeah. time to time. And it's just, it's like, the... Fun. No, and the whole stigma against it, I mean, people are, it can be very devastating to people. Oh, because absolutely. of the negative stigma around it's because it. because of the, I think, because of the visibility. Like, mm-hmm. it's very, especially if you have... A, well, there's two kinds. So there's HSV-1 and HSV-2. Yes. And mm-hmm. one is um, oral, right? Yeah. HSV-1 is um, associated with common cold sores and yeah. fever blisters. Right, which you get on, like, your mouth. Yeah. Like, at the outside of your mouth. And then um, the HSV-2 is associated with genital warts. But you can get both of those things in either places. Did you know that? Interesting. Yeah. Because Herpes is a tricky My bitch. friend who I was talking about had HSV-1 on his penis. Weird. Yeah. And they were like, yes. Well, I think it's also like the discomfort. I think you're totally right. It's yeah. the visibility of it and the discomfort because when people yeah, are having hurts. an outbreak, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah. And you're walking around with a sore in your pants. Right. Like, or on your face and you're like, yeah. Nah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so there's... There's, there was, I've seen advertisements like, I have herpes, she doesn't, we're going to keep it that way. Yeah. Is there, what is that? They didn't mention it in here, but I know there is a, like, I think it's a daily mm-hmm. thing that people can take that um, helps prevent uh, it from passing from one partner to another. Yeah. And, or if they're having outbreaks, they will take it. So this says that the first outbreak usually takes place 5 to 14 days or up to 21 days after the virus enters the body. The first outbreak is usually the most severe. Sores usually heal within one to two weeks. However, there is no cure for herpes. The virus will stay in the body. So that's like, that's why everybody has it is because once you've been exposed, it's in, it's, it's just part it's of you. Forever, yeah. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So it says being, uh, herpes can be diagnosed through a combination of visual examination and taking a sample of the lesion to send it to a right. lab, which is the best way to diagnose herpes. Right. Um, and it says, yeah, so blood tests are available at some health centers. However, the blood tests only test for past infections and are not always helpful. They are not recommended for people who do not have genital signs right. or symptoms of herpes. It's so like, if you're not exactly having a problem, it's not worth Then it's knowing. not an issue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You can't do anything about it anyways, so mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, so everyone needs to chill the F out about, about herpes. herpes. You got herpes. You got it's it. It's fine. Deal with it. Moving okay, <laughs> moving on. Ooh, the big guy. Ooh, what, HIV what? and AIDS. Ooh, okay, which we could probably do a whole episode on. I'm sure I just don't have we could. knowledge about it to really do it. Yeah, I just, I don't even really feel like going over all of this. Um, <laughs> but HIV stands for Human Immunodeficiency Virus. Uh, virus weakens the body's ability to fight disease. When a person's immune system is no longer capable of fighting off common illnesses, they can develop AIDS. Um, so AIDS and HIV are two different things. 
HIV is the first stage, and then I believe it's when your white blood cell count drops below X amount, then you have AIDS. Yes, and I'm pretty sure you can pretty much... I mean, there are tons of people living with HIV that mm-hmm. live healthy and happy lives, and mm-hmm. they're okay, and I think you can kind of live and die without ever contracting AIDS. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. you can. Yeah. If you take care of yourself yeah. um, and you're you know, on top of your medication, then you should not develop AIDS right. because your body is keeping itself in balance. Right, and it, it totally did used to be a death sentence, absolutely. and today it is not. Yes, yeah. yeah, you can totally... And it's you not can good, have, but it's also like not, not the end of great. your life, probably. Yeah, it's going to be a thing that's going to affect you for the rest of your life, yeah. but you can also have partners who do not have HIV. Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, there is... Uh, uh, I was going to say preparation H, which is a hemorrhoid cream, and it's that is not, not that. correct. Um, let's see. Because I know a lot of people who take this, which is very... Absolutely. Um, that's like the preventative. It's called... Uh, prep, yeah, prep. prep. Okay, right. Um, yeah, it be it keeps HIV negative people from being infected. A lot of people, even like without those partners, just take it, mm-hmm. especially if you're having especially, a lot of casual sex. Oh well, yeah, and especially in the gay community, where that's it's, true. It's yeah. a little bit, it's more, a little prevalent. bit more prevalent. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I mean, that was the big in the like AIDS crisis of the 80s and 90s. That was had a lot to do with like homophobia mm-hmm. and Absolutely. like people thought only gay people could get AIDS, and it's just none of that's true. Nope, um, it is a little bit more prevalent, but. And yeah, I mean, there's definitely um, definitely demographics where yes. it tends to be a little bit higher. And I don't know about if this is nationwide, but my sister was a social worker for a little while mm-hmm. and specifically worked um, with people who were HIV positive. Mm-hmm. And uh, in St. Louis, the black male population is pretty high for huh. HIV, which is interesting yeah it is interesting. and i'm not sure i fully understand the reasons why yeah but um I do, it's one yeah. of those diseases that can be spread a lot of different not a lot of well, different this, ways but two two different ways this says hiv is spread through the blood semen vaginal fluids or breast milk of a person infected with hiv but it's not just like gets on your skin it's like no. gets in your body so yeah. like because it says the most common way HIV is transmitted are through anal or vaginal sex and sharing of drug injection equipment by sharing needles or injecting intravenous drugs with a person who is infected with HIV or getting tattoos mm-hmm. through blood transfusions, which Yes, which, sucks. oh my God, could you imagine? Yeah. No. Or from a mother to her child during pregnancy, delivery, right. or breastfeeding. You cannot get HIV by shaking hands right. or hugging a person right. with HIV. And you can't get HIV from contact with objects such as dishes, toilet seats, doorknobs, or doorknobs used by a person right. with it's HIV. Right, not like the common cold. Like, you, relax. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's a virus. It's not a cold. Right, well, that's true. Yeah. Wait, is it a cold a virus? Cold's, uh, yes, cold's a virus. Because you can't cure viruses. Wow, I might be so wrong. Cold's a virus. Because <laughs> infections, you can take antibiotics for. That's true. Yeah. Good point. All right, well, whatever. You yeah. can't get it that way. Right. Um, and now, I mean, I know I know some people who have, like, you know, come out as HIV positive because it does kind of feel like something that you want to hide or, like, you feel like society would shun mm-hmm. you for, and that's not fair. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's so much stigma around this still. Like, when we were, when I, at least when I was born... The AIDS epidemic was still happening. Oh, yeah. So My dad was living in San Francisco during. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in my lifetime, in a little bit of your lifetime, yeah. it's still been a thing. Yeah. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. 
Yeah, but at least they are making leaps and bounds with this yes. to make living with HIV more um, more doable. Doable, yeah. Your prognosis is much better. Absolutely, yeah. It's no longer a death sentence. You're fine. Yeah. But if you... The one thing that kind of sucks about it is that um, HIV can be one of those sleeper viruses. So you can be exposed and infected and still not test positive for up to three months. Oh, wow. So that's fun. What are some... Are are there symptoms in there that are listed, like, HIV-wise? Because I'm always, like... That's one of those that, like, I am scared of. I mean, I mean, it's a scary disease, so, like, of course. But it's, you know... This, I feel like you would... um, You would know something's wrong. You would know something's wrong. Mm Because this says... A patient with advanced HIV or AIDS may experience symptoms such as thick whitish coating of the tongue or mouth, which is thrush, Mm -hmm. unexplained extreme fatigue, rapid weight loss, bruising easily, long-lasting occurrences of diarrhea, wonderful, fever and night sweats, Mm. swelling or hardening of the glands located in the throat, armpit, or groin, shortness of breath, discolored or purplish growths on the skin or inside the mouth, Severe numbness or pain in hands and feet, loss of motor control and reflex, mental deterioration. So basically, you're dying. Yeah, you're dying. Well, uh, are there any like early symptoms in there, or are those basically like the Doesn't later ones? Doesn't say. There's a beautiful, beautiful HBO special um, for those of you that like media. Um, it's a televised production of Angels in America by Tony Kushner, and it's in I think it's in two parts. And it is about the AIDS epidemic, particularly in New York City. Um, and you should watch it. Cool. And it's, it's yeah, it's beautiful and does Was a really, it of, like, honest... Of the 80s or current? 80, uh, 80s. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was a big, you know, just to get political, Reagan did not even say yeah. HIV for, like, a long-ass time. I don't know. It right. was crazy. There, there was a lot of... Um, Stigma. Denial and stigma. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of denial, a lot of stigma, and a lot of negativity coming from our government. Like the administration, right. Yeah, because it was mainly prevalent in the gay community. Right. So it was an epidemic that was not taken seriously for many, many years because it had to do with homosexuality, right. which is so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd like to think we are past that, but eh, not so yeah, sure. Not so sure. Not so sure about I'm that anymore. There. Yeah. At least we have uh, the internet and education now. Yes. Let's move on to a fun STI. Yeah. STIs can be fun. Really fun. Uh, So last one's pubic pubic lice. So The last um, one? Did we Not last one. Oh, not last one. There's still syphilis. (laughs) Don't worry. Trick and vaginitis. Okay, great. Okay, so tell me about crabs. Um, Pubic lice look like tiny crabs. Literally look like tiny crabs. Adorable. So cute. Ooh. Ooh. I thought I, okay, I, I must have been 12, and I was, like, so itchy <laughs> for some reason, and I was like, I have crabs. No, I didn't have crabs <laughs> when you were 12, because <laughs> I wasn't having sex or, like, doing anything. Right. I remember, like, being like, I gotta shake my pubes. I have crabs. Well, this actually says that pubic lice is spread through direct skin-to-skin contact or through shared items such as clothing True. or towels. Yeah, so maybe I did have crabs. You could have, honestly. Yeah, crabs used to be everywhere back in the day. That's why they had merkins. Oh, that's true. Oh my gosh, you know? everybody had crabs. Everyone I totally crabs. forgot about that. Yeah, it was yeah. a big thing. Um, okay, so this is real gross. Okay. They are pale gray, yeah. but darken in color when swollen yeah. with blood. They suck your blood. Eh. Yeah. And, it, and they can live not just in your pubic hair, but in your pit hair. Oh, yeah. And Any your hair. eyelashes. Yeah. <gasps> not your head hair, though, because it's not coarse enough, I guess. But they, yeah. Oh. 
Their eggs are white and deposited in small clumps near the root of pubic hair. Mm. Okay, so when the whole thing with, um, like, Brazilians became a yeah. really big thing and, like, people going bald, mm-hmm. pubic lice almost became extinct. Oh, cool. Yeah, because they had nothing to hold on to. Right. I'm so. always like, okay, I don't think this is true. Like, you definitely have to take antibiotics or, like, wash yourself with, like, specific shampoos or whatever. Yeah. But couldn't you just, like, shave that hair and it would go away? You would think. So this says... Um, People infected with pubic lice can diagnose themselves by inspecting their pubic hair and treat themselves with over-the-counter medication. So, I mean, it's... That's a crap. Yeah. It's really similar to, like, having lice. Yeah. Or bed bugs. Right. Because then it says all bedding towels and clothing that may have been exposed should be thoroughly washed or dry cleaned. Since pubic lice cannot live if they are off of a person's body for more than 24 hours, it is usually not necessary to treat furniture and carpeting. Okay. That's good. That's good to know. All right. That's crabs. Crabs. Uh, syphilis. Syphilis. Syphilis is caused by an organism and may progress into a serious and painful disease. Ooh. Transmitted through vaginal, oral, and anal sexual contact. Um, there's three phases that mm-hmm. may overlap on one another that do not always follow the same sequence. Mm-hmm. Tricky. All right. First stage symptoms generally appear three weeks to 90 days after the infection. Yeah. Symptoms include red, circular, scooped out, non-painful sores. Ooh. What? With a firm raised edge. You're like, what? why do I have polka dots? Right. <laughs> what is this? And it doesn't hurt. I have holes on my body. Oh. Um, sores usually heal after one to four weeks. Four weeks? Leaving a small scar. These sores may occur in areas not easily visual, visible, such mm-hmm. as the cervix or the anus. Oh. Left untreated, the syphilis organism continues to circulate through the body, and in four to six weeks, then... Oh, you can get holes in your other organs. Then person... So in four to six weeks, the person begins to exhibit the following symptoms. Loss of appetite, fever, hair loss, headaches, swollen swollen glands, and rash may appear, especially on the palms. Ah. And mental confusion or uh, disorientation. Sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. In the first and second stages, syphilis is highly contagious. If the infection is left untreated, the third stage may appear several years later possibly causing paralysis, oh. infertility, insanity, or death. Okay. So go get treated. It's pretty treatable, right? Uh, diagnosis and treat... Yeah, antibiotics. Yeah, just take an antibiotic. Jeez. Don't let it get to that point, guys. Yeah, well, that's what they think a lot of... Um, God, there's a lot of like prevalent people in history yeah. who they think have actually died from syphilis. Right. And a lot of like the mad kings yeah. and this and that of like you know, the medieval times, right. they think had syphilis and that, and they had gone insane. Oh, whoa. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I don't think, they didn't have antibiotics then. No. Uh, I don't think so. But syphilis nope. is the OGs of... Whoa. It's old. STIs. Hipster. It's, it's hipster it's, STI. it's the hipster STI. <laughs> it's vintage. It was there before any of the other STIs were. Oof. Um, we have two more. Yeah. Okay. Uh, trick? Trick. Trick. Um, How do you pronounce uh, that? No, it's okay. We can just call it trick. Trick. Trichomonas. 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 Let's call it trick. Yep. It's trick. It's an organism that is carried in vaginal fluid or semen, Mm -hmm. uh, transmitted during sexual intercourse or intimate contact. Mm -hmm. This can be in men or women. Oh, oh, gross. Okay. Uh, (laughs) For women, frothy. Uh, No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Exactly. Frothy yellow-green discharge. I hate it. Ugh. 
itching, spotting, bad smelling vaginal discharge, genital swelling. Um, for men, painful urination, sores on the penis. Men or <laughs> men rarely have symptoms. Okay, well that's nice. Great. Okay. <laughs> Uh, also treated by antibiotics, and your partners should be treated. For sure. This is actually a very common. Is it? I it I've is. Heard of, I've, don't, I've never heard of anybody having it in mice. I mean, God damn it! I think I had trick. I'm up to three now. Whatever. <laughs> I'm like, wait, was Shit. that me? I think I did. I don't know, or it was BV. Well, yeah. I think maybe it was BV. Um. Know. Yeah. And then last one is vaginitis, which is. BV, no? Uh, I no, I don't think it is. Well, vaginitis is no, literally just swelling of your vagina. Yeah, BV is vaginosis, not True. vaginitis. True. Okay, so talk to me about vaginitis. Okay. There are at least three types of vaginal infections. One is trick, mm-hmm. which we just talked about. Uh, ew. Trick <laughs> is caused by a parasite <laughs> and is generally spread through sexual contact. Gross. But um, you can also spread it through sharing bathing suits. It's found in both oh, men right. and women. Second type of infection is bacterial vaginosis. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. So that's in BV. Okay. Um, overgrowth of several types of bacteria, blah, blah, blah. Maybe spread through sexual contact. Right. That BV is one of those that's like, eh, I guess. It's, it's kind an of an ST. Yeah, I mean, mm. I guess, but it's also so, so very common. Right. Um, third type of vaginal infection. Oh, boy. Candy. Uh, I don't know. Can you pronounce that? Candidiasis? I have no idea. (laughs) Yes, I took Latin for two years, and this is still not helping. Yeah, no. Candidiasis, or monilia. Sure. What is it? It's a fungus. Oh. It's a yeast infection. Oh. It's often called yeast. Yeast is rarely a sexually transmitted infection. When it is, it may be transmitted through your vaginal, oral, anal, blah, blah, blah. Um, symptoms, abnormal discharge, itching, irritation, pain during intercourse. Some people have no symptoms. Cool. So typically, so they, they do have different treatments, but it's really all, so like trick um, is treated with a pres- prescription drug taken orally. Mm-hmm. Um, BV is prescription drug taken orally or applied the as a gel, gel yeah. which we discussed last week. Yes. Um, and then yeast is either vaginal cream or oral medication. Yeah, just oral medication. Yeah, but like both men and women can get yeast infections. Oh, it's more common. Definitely more common in, in females. women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, so, long story short, TLDR. <laughs> if you have an STD, it's fine. Wait, what's TLDR? Too long, didn't read. <laughs> <laughs> I think it started on, like, Reddit, because, like, people, like, post these, like, long um, oh, right, right, things, right. and then, like, the TLDR at the bottom is, like, a short version. Mm, so, okay. <laughs> too long didn't read TLDR about STDs. You might have one, yeah. and it's, like, mostly fine if you do. Just go to the doctor. Most of them are cured with an antibiotic. Yep. Um, you shouldn't have any, like, shame about it, although yep. I understand. Um, and... Talk to your partners. Yeah, talk to your partners. Talk to your friends. Talk to your, do- I, talk to your doctor before you talk to your partner. Yeah. 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 I would say. Well, if you're concerned. Yeah, if you're concerned. But it's nice to have that open communication because you should. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If you're get having tested. sex, you got to get tested. Um, and if you're in Chicago or Illinois or any other like major city, you can find a Planned Parenthood that will do um, testing. And I think you can get it for free and it's always confidential. They at least do a sliding scale. Yes, I know that. For, um, for payment. Correct. And Howard Brown is the same way. And I know a lot of people that have used Howard Brown here. So mm-hmm. you can find that information on their website. Um, yeah. if not, you're 
gynecologist slash I think like probably your primary care physician can do it. Yeah. Um, and it's usually just yeah. a swab or a urine test or in some cases a blood test, but yeah, it's yeah. easy. Super easy. And not that scary. No, it's fine. So get tested. Get tested. Yay. Thanks for listening to The Oral Report. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Oral Report or email us at the Oral Report Podcast at gmail.com to have your questions answered in a future episode.